Hey, what's going on, everybody? Dapper Dividends number 71 here. We're 71 in. I was reading some Marcus Aurelius meditations. I say I was reading, but actually I was listening as I'm working and driving. But it's the same thing. It's the same information. I do love reading books, but lately, because of the way life is and what I do, I listen to books and Libby is a fantastic free app. If you have a library card, you can use Libby. Really good, really solid thing to use. Look into Libby if you haven't heard of it. Some cool things. I didn't realize that I would love to have a chat with Mr. Marcus Aurelius, Mr. Roman Emperor Marcus Aurelius. Some interesting things I found. I take notes. It's funny. I'm working and then I hear something. I run to the truck and I have to write some, scribble something down. One thing he said is that he found it interesting how people wanted to be remembered posthumously that after they died and they wanted, they were striving to do what they could to be remembered And he found it interesting that people were so worried about being remembered after they died. But you have to remember that the people that are burying you will one day be buried by people that are born and they'll be buried and it'll just keep going on and on. And you just cannot imagine how diluted your name will become, the fame that you think you had or you once had. And I thought of it as he's a Roman emperor. How many Roman emperors do you think the average ordinary person on the street could name other than Julius Caesar? I think you'd be hard-pressed to find at least four. Think of all the Roman emperors, how vast the Roman Empire was, how many people knew who the Roman emperor was. And here we are in 2020, and largely to the most of the world, their names have been forgotten. So what kind of a chance does that give you? I know it's a little bit sobering, but it's not. For me, it's very motivating because that tells me if I probably will be forgotten, then I'm doing something right. I need to make something happen right here, right now with the small amount of time that I do have. And he said he found it interesting that people weren't concerned with why people didn't know of them before they were born, which is I think is a little bit of humor, but it's very... It's very thought-provoking coming from somebody that was writing in the second century, which I think is just incredible. He also says that external pain is your judgment, how you perceive something. If you have no control over something that is external, and obviously I don't think he was talking about if somebody's coming at you with a knife and they're trying to kill you. That's a a bad judgment call on yours, but I get it. He's saying what I've said that if it's external from you, then how you judge that thing is how your life will be affected. And on the flip side of that is the internal pain is all of your disposition. That's your fault. And there's nobody that's stopping you from hurting yourself. Very cool way to think of that. External pain is how you judge it. Internal pain is also how you judge it. He's saying you control how you feel about the world and about yourself. And we forget that. It's something very simple. Also that we will be returning to dust one day as they did. No, he didn't say space dust, but he did say that his body will decay and turn to the earth 
and then earth to water, water to air, air to fire, and it will just go on. We are part of the universe and we will remain part of the universe just as different particles in a different form. So it's very normal and natural to die and to decompose. And this is a little morbid, but it shouldn't be. It motivated the hell out of me. He said that we are essentially borrowing atoms. We're borrowing our breath. We're borrowing our belongings from the universe. We belong to the universe. It will just be in a different form that this random chance of atoms is how you are assembled. You should be thankful for and do the most you can with it because you are on borrowed time and not only borrowed time, but borrowed atoms and borrowed breath. And that will all be returned one day. But before it's returned, man, do what you can to make your life the best of it, that your life is what you make of it. And I found that really motivating. I'm almost through the book. It's not too bad. Marcus Aurelius Meditations. Uh, check it out or go to Libby. I had to wait for a while to get it. I've just enjoyed the hell out of it. So we're going to get right into the stocks and stuff. Stocks and stuff. Why didn't I call this podcast Stocks and Stuff? I told you you should have told me to call it that. Or tell, told me to tell me, I think is what I wanted to say. The, uh, the S&P... S&P and NASDAQ were down S&P 13, 13%. My God, the world would be ending. We would have hit circuit breakers. No, it was down 0.13%. The NASDAQ down 0.23%, but the Dow was up 0.16%, keeping over that 30,000 mark as, as the Trump administration winds down. I know there's people that think I see it. They think he's still going to win. I think it'll be interesting and it'll be very unusual, but if you are a Trump supporter, hey, you know, it's it doesn't look good in my mind. And I'm going with Marcus Aurelius on this one. As I say, I have no control over how other people voted. I only have control over how I vote and where I live. And if things were bad enough, I love the U.S. I love the stars and bars. I served as a member of the United States Navy, but I would not hesitate in leaving. Control what you can control. Focus on what you can control. And Marcus Aurelius knew it, and I know it now. And another cool thing he said is about what I just did a video on. I, I, I swear I had no idea he had the same disposition as I did that everything that has ever eternally been and will be exists right here in this present moment right now. There is no other time. He went as far as saying you can't take a man's past or present from him because he doesn't own or humanity people don't own the past or the present. You cannot exist in the past or present. Therefore, you can never own or physically touch or, or hold on to uh, in concept of time right here, you only have right now. You can't, so you can't take a past or present from a person because they don't have it in the first place. I thought that was really cool. I'm going to look more into Marcus Aurelius and I'm thankful that he wrote that. So Marcus, wherever you are, you do exist. He does exist right now. He's just, as I said, in a different form, Marcus Aurelius exists right now. He's not from the past. He's right here in the present. He just dead. <laughs> There's nothing he can do about it. And he knew it was coming. It's coming at all of us. 
when death smiles at you, all you can do is smile back. What did I receive? It, oh, by the way, my kids, I was texting them earlier. Disney today was up 13%. I think that was really cool. I think I'm going to do a video on the streaming apps because Jason Fieber, I follow. I love Jason Fieber. He tweeted about Disney, I believe. Now I'm second guessing. Well, let's just say, we'll just pretend. Okay. Jason Fieber tweeted about Disney. <laughs> this is easier for me. And I said, that's what great companies do. They adapt, they change. If you're not adapting, growing, or moving, you're dying. And we've seen this with companies like Toys R Us, Blockbuster Video, Hollywood Video. They didn't adapt. Blockbuster could have bought Netflix. They didn't. Hey, that's what happens. You take those chances. They thought Netflix was a joke. And when they were doing them, I remember that, the mail order DVDs. You know, that's that's their fault. And it's all on the streaming. The streaming, streaming is the future. DirecTV, that's going to go away. That was a terrible decision by AT&T. DirecTV is going away. Dish Network is going away. I still remember canceling Dish Network. And the woman tried to keep kidding me. Well, we'll give you the and, and I told her, I don't, I just don't want it. You're not understanding me. We do not want it. Unless you're gonna give it to me for free, I do not want this anymore. So it took some some cajoling, but I got through to her. Basically, Disney's gonna be upping their prices. I think it was a dollar on the Disney Plus. Their subscriptions are way up. I think they're going to be pushing a hundred million close the next year, which is just phenomenal. They also, if you didn't know, they own Pixar, Marvel, and Lucasfilm. And I didn't realize they have full control over Hulu. And Fox A is a, I think it's Fox A, I some R-rated content because they want the adults. You know, after the kiddos go to bed, mom and pop got to have something to watch. So this is what I think I'm going to do for my my YouTube main video. Oh, by the way, my 365 challenge is going okay. I say okay because overall, ever since I started doing this last Saturday, I've lost six subscribers on YouTube. Not sure why. I guess people don't want to hear two minutes of a, a fantastic idea or a thought something thought provoking that would make you say, huh? Oh yeah. I like that. That's good. I've been around for 42 years and these are things that I've heard and I'm doing it for 365 days. Every day, it's going to be a one to three minute long video. That's it really quick. Something that I think is very important that people should know. And it's going to be either on life, love, or investing. So I think the video I'm going to do is called Disney and the seven streaming stocks. Something to that effect. I, I really had to stretch for the seventh. Disney is one of them. And this is going to show how crowded the space is. And I don't think all of these are going to exist. I think there will be mergers. There's Disney, Apple, Amazon, Comcast, Viacom, AT&T, Roku and Spotify. Spotify is a little bit of the outlier and I had to 
really crowbar that one in there just to be able to get that title because <laughs> Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, we want to have Disney and the Seven Streams is what we're probably going to call it. <clears throat> it's a work in progress. I'll have it done by Sunday night. Excited. And just look into that. It's the future. The future is here. The future is now. And the future is evolving. I love it. This is why I want to live to 100. Every every week, every month, every year, something new comes out. Some new technology, something happens. I did receive dividends this week in the taxable, which my taxable account is a bridge account that I'm building. I'm building the bridge is what I'm doing. This is going to be the bridge probably from when I'm 50 to 59 and a half or 60-ish when I can start taking money out of my retirement account. Got a while till that happens. I'm 42 now, so we're really building this and we're really doing it. I'm sharing it with all of you. And I received dividends from Lionel Bazel. I will go through these quick. $10.50. $21.75 from ExxonMobil, $21.21 from Johnson & Johnson. I was going to do the ticker symbol, but we'll just go. You, All right, we'll go back. We'll go back. Lionel Bazel, ticker symbol, LYB, ExxonMobil, tickle, tickle, tickle symbol, XLM, Johnson & Johnson, ticker symbol, JNJ, ticker symbol, ADM, Archer Daniels Midland, based here in Sweet Home, Chicago. And IBM, ticker symbol IBM, $22.82. Did I tell you I got $3.60 from ADM? If you're not as confused as I am yet, then congratulations. $17.64 from 3M, which is a Saturday dividend coming out tomorrow. And $0.36 from Honda Motor Company or Corporation. I don't remember the C. So we'll just go with company, Honda Motor Company. I like it. They gave me 36 cents, and I'm going to talk about this on my video this weekend. I had to pay a penny of ADR fee total and four cents of foreign tax, which knocked my 36-cent dividend down to 31 cents. That is a 13.89%, an almost 14% loss on that money that came in because of the ADR fee and the foreign tax. The ADR is the management because they're not traded on our stock exchange and it gives us access. It's a receipt that is traded on our exchange. I did a a quick explanatory video on how NEOs works. So the short of it is I received Boy, that was I'm sorry if I blew out your ears. Boy, that little bit of distortion there. $97.83 just this week, almost $100. This is my big month, my big week. That's the way we do it. I need a sip of my, uh, my bebida. Uno momento, por favor. Gracias. Yo tomo un... Un poquito cerveza. No, no sé la palabra para para took a drink. So, anyways, that's between me and all my Spanish speakers out there. Or those of you who are bilingual. And what did I buy? Speaking of buy, I bought one share of Pepsi again every week, man. 
every week, one share of Pepsi. I bought it at one forty three seventy five, which gave me four dollars nine cents of dividend yield. No, I'm sorry, of dividend income per year. I bought a share of JNJ. How do you not? They are just so solid and such an amazing company. I I struggle when I have money and I need to deploy it and do my dollar cost averaging in. It's just so hard for me not to keep buying Johnson and Johnson. Uh, one share at $152.99. They pay $4.04. By the way, on Pepsi, that starting yield on that share is 2.85%. And the share of J&J is 2.64%. Not the best world beating, but man, do they grow that dividend and it is solid. And if you go over to YouTube and type in my 365 challenge, you'll see that I did include Lionel Bazel into my video today. Uh, one share of Lionel Bazel, ticker symbol LYB at $87.99. They do pay $4.20 per share per year. That's good for a starting yield of 4.77%. And one share of Altria, ticker symbol MO. At $42.99, they pay $344 per year. That's an it's insane. It's crazy. 8% yield. That's high. So fun little fact on those four shares when I average it together, that's an average starting yield of 4.57%. Very nice. Now, I did want to talk to you about free cash flow yield. This is something that is very important to me as a dividend investor is I look for free cash flow yields. That is the yield of the dividend that they are paying out of the free cash flow, the money after they have uh, the money after all their operating expenses to pay out things like the dividend and mergers and acquisitions, all that good stuff, paying down more debt, whatever they want. The 70% is kind of the getting a, eh, a little uneasy, but I will say with a caveat, as you're going to see here, it is indicative of our time because Pepsi's is at 97%, 97.7% for the trailing 12 months, which is not very good. That is way high. And a lot of that though has to do with the reduced revenue from coronavirus, the impact of that. You don't have all, think of all the sporting events around the country, not just professional, but every little minor league game, every little little, every little league game where they sell soft drinks has had a, a ripple effect. It has had a big impact. And I verified this because I thought that looks really high. That's crazy. So I looked at Coca-Cola, ticker symbol KO, 95% of their trailing 12 month is their um, their free, cla- free cash flow. Free cash flow. I like the clash. Maybe I'll play the clash. Is a 95% free, uh, free cash flow yield, which is, is ridiculously high. So you can see it's not just Pepsi. It's everybody in the industry as they have been affected by coronavirus, but the market is forward looking. Keep that in mind. The market looks forward and we price things in the market prices, things in looking ahead and not behind through the windshield and not the rear view mirror. And Lionel Bazel for reference, 68.9% 
of their free cash flow yield or is their free cash flow yield. J&J, 56.39%. Altria, 76.7%. That's kind of normal for them. That's that's about average. And I added $15.77 of dividend income to the bridge account, to the taxable portfolio. That's $15.77 that should keep growing and I will not have to do any more work for. I like to look at that money as a sunk cost. I am buying a stream, I was going to say a share, a stream of a company's income and I am not buying the share. Very critical thing that I look at to keep me invested for when I see the price go way down I'm not worried about the shares I have because as long as they're paying me that growing dividend, that is all I'm concerned about. And we'll wrap it all up here with the uh, with my self-directed IRA. I didn't buy anything, but I did receive dividends from Johnson & Johnson, $10.10. ExxonMobil, $13.05. Chevron, ticker symbol CVX, $19.35. Archer Daniels, Midland, $2.88. A lot of the same suspects here, a lot of the same companies. IBM, $6.52. Microsoft, two shares paid me $1.12. And 3M paid me $14.70. Now, I did sell two more covered calls and I picked the worst time to do it because I picked the day before AT&T and Altria really shot up, especially AT&T. I sold a December 31st Altria $43 covered call, and I sold that for $42 or $0.42 a share. I got $41.35 after Schwab took their $0.65 cut. And I sold an AT&T December 24th. $29 $29 call. Now my shares are at 20 early, almost just about $28. So I sold a $29 call as it looked like there had been a bit of resistance around 30. And of course I sold that for $102 and 35 cents or $103. But after their swab fee and what happened, wouldn't you know it the very next day, AT&T went a little bit parabolic And it went all the way as high as $259. So I sold that for $103. And literally less than 24 hours later, it was worth $259. Now I will get that money. You know, I keep that money. I didn't lose anything. And I I will not lose anything. Because even if it goes $100 a share, I miss out on the upside. But I cannot lose money. It is a physical impossibility for me to lose money on the trade. And we don't know what's going to happen. So when I factor in all the dividends I received and the two two covered call incomes that I received is $211.42. And of the portfolio, which is currently at 33, well, subtracting that, it's at $33,583.25. So I received in dividends and covered call income $211.42, which is 0. 0.0, not 0. 0.0, it start over, scratch that, 0.6% of my portfolio I received in income. 
that's pretty cool. I like that. I like it. I like it like that. And that's, uh, it's a late one. You know what? I'm going to be frank here with you for a second. I got a lot going on and I don't know if I'll be able to keep doing this two nights a week. I mean, for my sanity, for my family and it's a lot between, I'm also doing black cat B-roll with my wife. She's, you know, with the kids keeping the house together and it's quite a bit. So I may just pair this back to every Friday doing a weekly roundup type thing and imparting, imparting any kind of wisdom I have. So yeah, I mean, I like doing it, but this may get knocked down to one show a week, but Hey, you know, you'll still get to hear all the moves I made and break it down like that. Tell you everything I did. A couple thoughts and uh, the song of the show. The song of the show is a new song that makes me laugh. It is my, okay, so my cat's name is Louie. We call him We. He has a, a male, male cats usually have higher pitched voices, which he does. And it sounds like he's saying We when he meows. So we call him We. But we also call him because he makes this funny noise when he's, when he's wound up and we call it blip and we called him Mr. Blip, which this song is by the real Mackenzie's. They are a Scottish kind of punk band with a bagpipe in there from Canada, from Nova Scotia, I believe. And they have a song called chip and we listened to it with the kids. It was on Pandora and we started changing the lyrics And everywhere you hear Chip, we started calling it Blip. Like our cat, he flips. You know, Mr. Blip does a flip. And it's just, you listen to the song. You'll you'll get what I'm saying. That's the song. It'll be on the Dapper Dividends YouTube playlist for, I got to clean that up. There's a lot of playlists. It will be Real McKenzie's. The song will be Chip. And that's it, man. I'm going to wrap it up. I'm, I'm, I'm tired. I say it. Winter's coming. The solstice is almost upon us. And that's it. I'll let you guys get out of here. I got to get going. I'm going to, I'm going to upload this and uh, we're going to watch a, uh, watch one of our shows tonight and uh, hit me up on Twitter at rusty Ram 78. The, the, the podcast is what we're doing. I'm confused. I'm, I'm delirious now. The YouTube channel I got, Dapper Dividends. We also have uh, Black Cat B-Roll on YouTube, which we're just uploading B-Roll. If anybody needs it, wants it, go and grab it. Get a uh, YouTube to video downloader and go ahead and use it for whatever the hell you want to use it. Cut it up. Put your own music in there. We don't care. That's what we're having it for. It's a little experiment thing we're do- I'm doing with the wife. And uh, Twitter I told you about. I'm losing my mind. I got to go take a break now, <laughs> decompress, shut down a little bit, and we will uh, we'll do it again on Tuesday. I will talk to all y'all then. Peace.